Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. I don't know about best film of the year, but the best film this week probably barely counts as a film at all in some circles, appearing as it did on my pokey little computer screen rather than a decent-sized cinema one. It's called The King. All hail King Henry! The King never got a cinema release and had to settle for playing on Netflix, despite being bold, unexpected and that rare thing, an attempt to improve on Shakespeare. The King is essentially the Bard's Henry V, post-Game of Thrones. A new chapter of my life has begun. As prince, I spent my days drinking, clowning. Now I find myself the king. I don't mean the king has been sexed up with added dragons, but it does reflect the TV show's dark psychology and cynicism. This is unusual because Henry V was a famously gung-ho play about heroism, featuring the man believed by many, including Shakespeare himself, to be one of the greatest monarchs England ever had. Surrender to me. King of England. Are you scared? The King comes from the Australian pair who made a similarly Shakespearean drama about a Melbourne crime family, Animal Kingdom. Writer-director David Michaud and star Joel Edgerton. Edgerton co-wrote this script and plays the role of Falstaff, both extremely well. A king has no friends. Only followers and foe. The film opens on Henry's father, the sleazy Henry IV, at war with just about everyone, assuming that fighting each other will keep them from fighting him. His son Henry may lead his army, but he's never going to inherit the crown. So Prince Hal spends his days off drinking with his rowdy friends, including Falstaff. Already I can feel the weight of this crown I wear. But from the start, there are differences from Shakespeare's original. This Prince Hal is more serious and less anxious for his father's approval. And Falstaff's no longer a malingering coward. He's a hard-bitten ex-soldier who knows too much about war to willingly repeat the experience. I need men around me I can trust. 
You are my friend. I will come with you. But events overtake them both. The old king dies, and so does his heir, Hal's brother. So Hal inherits not just the throne, but also several wars against the Scots in the north, and most dangerously, the French in the south. Now you will be watched over by an altogether different king. France is taunting us. They were my father's enemies, not mine. The new King Henry attempts to avoid war, but his advisers, notably William, played by the always sinister Sean Harris, are insistent, and so are the people. The masses, delighting in taking umbrage at Johnny Foreigner, can't fail to invite parallels with today's Brexiteers. Are you ready for what awaits us? War is bloody and soulless. This is hope, peace is born. Henry discovers, like so many before and after him, that a king is often led by the people he thought he was ruling. Star Timothée Chalamet is a little skinny and young, you'd think, to play a muscular warrior king. But he's a perfect fit opposite Kiwi actress Thomason McKenzie, a near look-alike as his sister. Choose your steps wisely, dear brother. They have their own kingdoms behind their eyes. The casting is good B-list overall. Director David Michaud works his budget very well, saving his powder for the spectacularly muddy battle scenes at Agincourt. Playing the contemptuous Dauphin, whose initial insults and death threats started the war in the first place, is Robert Pattinson. The screams of your men... So lull me to sleep at night. You will not topple this King Henry V of England you so underestimate. <laughs> the usually rather introverted Pattinson clearly relishes the chance to chew the scenery for a change with an outrageous French accent. But this isn't the final insult to Henry, Shakespeare and Laurence Olivier and Kenneth Branagh, who made two previous Henry V's. Do you feel a sense of achievement? In what regard? In any regard. I have achieved that which my father never could. I have united this kingdom in common cause. Hmm. Lily Rose Depp, Johnny's talented daughter, plays the French princess who's given to the English king as the price of peace. She already knows that the king has been a pawn in the hands of unscrupulous forces on both sides. Why should you question my intent? Your father's rule is illegitimate. He has no right claim to his throne. All monarchy is illegitimate. You yourself are the son of a usurper. The intelligence and ambition of the king is one thing, but it's the confidence with which the film's written, directed and acted that makes it stand out from the competition this week. If what defines a real movie is quality and scope rather than merely where it's shown, then there's no question this one passes with flying colours. And having hoisted that flag, it's time to go. I'm Simon Morris and I hope you'll join me at the movies same time next week. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. 
For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.